guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today we're going to go over a rather unorthodox battle strategy to get into the promised land. So you've got this city called Jericho. This is in chapter 6 of Joshua. Jericho apparently, according to verse 1, it is straightly shut up because the children of Israel, none went out, none came in. Nobody's getting into this place. Nobody's getting out of this place. Uh, Apparently it was a very wicked city and the people inside were wicked and so they needed to go in and conquer this city in order to be able to get part of this promised land. This was an important part of this. So this very unorthodox battle strategy is found in uh, chapter 6 verses 2 through 5. The Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given unto thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, so go around it, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear the ark, seven trumpets, ram's horns. And the seventh day shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they shall make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you shall hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Seems like a very easy thing. You walk around the city a bunch of times, and then on the seventh time, seven is very symbolic in scripture of perfection and wholeness. At that point, blow the trumpet, everybody scream, walls fall down, you go in. Seems very rational, right? So Joshua and his people did exactly what they were supposed to do. They went and did that thing. It's a great little story. If you want to go see the Veggie Tales, Josh and the Big Wall, that's kind of fun to watch. Um, but you go down to verse number 20. Did it work? Well, the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets, and it came to pass that when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city. Every man straight before him, they took the city. Again, that seems like such a very simple battle strategy, but it worked. So there's another story the next chapter which is very different now one of the things that is important to understand here is back in chapter 6 verse 18 and ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing the footnote says those things under a ban for the people to take or dedicated for a sacrifice to the lord you just don't go in and take the stuff for yourselves lest ye make yourselves accursed when you take of the accursed thing and make the camp of israel a curse and trouble it. Now keep that word in mind as we go to chapter 7 because we are introduced to a guy by the name of Achan or Akan. I'm not quite sure how it is, but I think it's Achan. You've got uh, you've got this city that they've got to go in and destroy and the city is called Ai, which is A-I. Now again, the rule here, don't go take any of the stuff for yourself. Don't do that, okay? So verse 2, Joshua sent the men from Jericho to Ai. You go down and it said, not all of the people need to go up, but they went thither about 3,000 men and they fled before the men of Ai. Verse 5, it says, the men of Ai smote them about 36 men and chased them from the gate even out there. So uh, they go in there and try to conquer the city and they're not able to do it. Verse 6 of chapter 7, Joshua rent his clothes, 
fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord unto eventide. He and the elders of Israel put dust upon their heads. They're just like, we weren't able to conquer this city. We were able to circle Jericho just fine, but this one, something happened. We don't know what it was. So in verse number 10, the Lord said unto Joshua, get thee up, wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? And verse 11, Israel has sinned. They have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing, and have also stolen and dissembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. And so they're sitting there trying to figure out what happened here. Well, verse 19, Joshua said to Achan, my son, give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel. Make confession unto him and tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel. And thus and thus have I done. Verse 21. When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them and behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and silver under it. So they went and checked out this stuff. In verse 25, Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? Which is interesting because, again, the name Achan means trouble. The Lord shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones and burned them with fire. And after they had stoned them with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. Wherefore, the name of that place, the valley of Achor, which Achor means muddy, gloomy, or dejected. So you've got this crazy story right here. In one instance, you have got a story of great obedience. And in this story, you've got disobedience. So apparently one of the great battle strategies of this life is learning how to be obedient. It is the first law of heaven. President Monson said a great quote a few years ago, the great test of this life is obedience. And that's what these two stories are all about. You watch the children of Israel able to conquer the city of Jericho simply by doing what the Lord asked them to do. The reason they were destroyed in the land of Ai is because Achan was not obedient. So there's certainly a lesson for us. Now, one of the things I want you to keep in mind is obedience is not transactional to the Lord. It's not like, hey, you do this and I'll do this because somehow it's going to benefit me. The reason the Lord asks us to be obedient is not for his sake. It is for our sakes. And the more we learn how to trust him and the more we learn to have faith in him, that's going to be the great test of this life. It's like tithing. Tithing has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with faith, trust, and obedience. And so I love that message to show you the kind of the foil examples of what happens when you are obedient and what happens when you are struggling with obedience. Thank goodness we have the opportunity to repent and change when those troubles from our own disobedience come in. So I'm grateful for that. And it's a cool, cool story. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.